with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney, and Hello. Matt DeBurs. Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, what a week. What a week. And again, uh, like nobody should feel sorry for us considering what uh, we saw and we've seen over the years at the Stollery Children's Hospital uh, um, uh, Radiothon and the event that we do. But I tell you what, it's it's hard not to take that stuff home with you. I don't know how the doctors and nurses and all the other people that work there uh, do it on a daily basis because two days is just about all you You're can right. take, right? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I mean, they are living it day in and day out and then have to go home and lead a semi-normal life. Yeah. A couple like, of well-adjusted humans. Yeah, after day one, uh, when I got home, I was watching the Oilers game, and it's like every five minutes I'd turn to Karen and I'd tell her something that I'd seen or a kid or an mm-hmm. experience. It comes and she'd back be like, to you. She'd be like, Chris, I, I, I don't mind hearing this, but it's like, you know, you have to try to just not think about it so much, but it's so hard not to think about it. You know, that just all of these uh, these kids and their families and everything. But thank goodness the, the stallery is there, and uh, we celebrated that fact on the show you're about to hear for sure. Right? We certainly did. Yeah. You'll hear the total. Yeah. You'll hear the montage that we put together at the end. Nice. And then you're going to hear about stupid names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is more the type of our show Matt that is we're like, used what to. What is wrong with these people? Why do you have to make sure your kid is unique? But Just because they, they have a unique name doesn't make them unique. They don't think it's stupid. Everybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> does, that, does a tree fall in the woods? Does anybody hear it? What? I think you just I made a know. statement there about stupid. I'm not sure. I can't tell. What? No, I can't either. It was a long couple of days. To, to each their own. If they like sure. the name, go for it. Yeah. Sure. But some of them are That's ridiculous. The prob- that is that some of them are ridiculous. But that is the problem. As soon as you criticize a name, like there's probably somebody that named their kid that going, hey, what's wrong with our name? We yeah. thought about it. I just wonder if names aren't going to get even more out there now that uh, cannabis is legalized. Oh, yeah. I uh, mean, people have been smoking pot for a long time. That's true. But yeah. now we're smoking it more. Yeah. Legally. Whoa. <laughs> that's a kid's name. I'm not just kidding. Was there a boy away. or girl in Alberta named Cannabis? Oh, I Ooh. wish I could check. I don't think so. Okay. I think it, they might, like... They might regulate that. They might have yeah. something, so you can't name them a swear word or something oh, like that. Right. right. Like little baby... Head. Uh, can we say that? <laughs> we just did. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. A cold day ahead. Periods of light snow, minus 13 for the high, although right now there is a risk of frostbite with the wind chill, minus 25. Well, thank you so much, Edmontonians and people across Western Canada. Thanks to you opening your wallets and your hearts, you broke records. 20th anniversary of the Stoller Children's Hospital has raised $1 million. ladies and gentlemen, over $1.5 million. That is the highest single total for a two-day Radiothon in the 20-year history of the Chorus Radiothon. Now, you don't have to wait once a year to donate to the Stollery Children's Hospital. They do accept donations year-round at StolleryKids.com. Want to get you in the feels, too, our little buddy Hudson. Of course, uh, he he became a a huge story and uh, the battle that he's had since October 21st. Uh, Last night when we made that announcement, we had all the kids kind of uh, holding the placards out and we had a bunch of other Stollery kids there. He was there with a pom 
palm and he was shaking it. And uh, afterwards, his mom pointed out that was the first time he was able to pick anything up since October 21st. He actually picked that little palm palm up with his hand. have that strength. And he shook that thing like his poor little fingers are still, he's still dealing with a whole bunch of stuff there. But he got the strength to shake that palm palm and it was like, oh He was shaking it like a madman too. It's like, I got this. Yeah. (laughs) It was amazing. Yes. Well, the Battle of Alberta starts at Rogers tomorrow afternoon with some WHL action as the Oil Kings take on the Hitmen and then the Oilers will play the Flames at Rogers at 8 o'clock tomorrow. And a St. Albert man is Alberta's newest millionaire. Raymond Muscle won $7.9 million in the December Lotto 649 draw. Now, if you're wondering, the ticket was purchased at a Safeway gas bar in St. Albert. He plans to buy a house and a new truck and share with his kids, but he says it's given him a new perspective on finances and he won't be spending it all in one place. Way to go. Gas bars. Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jacking. That's what you need to know this morning. How much more muscle does a guy named Raymond Muscle need? <laughs> no, kidding. He's got it all now. All right. Let's do this. I'm trying to do this, but it's not working. Come on, Chris. There we go. It's time for the too early for a question question. This is fun. 780-421-1039. The first correct answer is going to win this morning. And the question is, more boys were named this in Alberta last year than any other name. What was the number one boy's name in Alberta? People were talking about it throughout the week. So if you were paying attention, hopefully you got it. What was the number one name that boys had? It's not Bo, which is Matt's little name. No, there was, but it's trending up. Yeah. There's 43 of them. Yeah, and they were all spelt different somehow. Yep. Okay, got it. What was the number one name? 780-421-1039. You're going to be off uh, to see Jim Gaffigan tonight. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> yeah, what are you up to this weekend? Uh, oh, boy, jealousy. We're heading south for some sunshine and vitamin Disney. Ooh-hoo. Taking Grandma for her first experience outside Alberta. That'll be a lot of fun. Grandma's going to love Disney. Lots of people loving the sun. I'm most looking forward to the fact that I'm heading on my way to the airport right now. We're going to Phoenix for the weekend. Enjoy. Have a great trip. Amanda says, I'm looking so forward to not being up at five or six and catching up <laughs> on some much needed sleep. Yeah, uh, we hear you. We hear you. Uh, Cody says, looking forward to hockey practice and a game for the Thorhill Titans pre-novice team. He's coaching. Thank you for coaching. And on behalf of all parents, I know Cody's got this already. Just let the kids all play and have fun, right? Yeah, parents, yeah. stop ruining it for everybody. Especially minor hockey week. Yeah. This is really neat. I'm looking forward to my sister arriving to celebrate the life that she gave my brother when she gave her kidney to him 25 years ago. That's incredible. Yeah, for sure. I'm on my 14th day at my new amazing job. I'm looking forward to a better weather next week. Finally be able to get outside. P.S. That 19-year-old survivor, you guys had the radio the first day, who's going to radio at eight, you got to hire that kid. Yeah, no, he does. That that kid does have a great voice. So Lee. good. Exactly. All right. Hey, guess what? Whatever you're up to, uh, have fun, stay warm. And it is Friday. That's the best news of the day. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Burden Man, there is Dirk Bentley. That guy is bringing his tour with that name to Edmonton coming up. When is that? Next week Next on the 24th. Week. Unbelievable. That's going to be a great show. Get your tickets now, and we'll give you more chances to win them guaranteed. It's a 609. Hopefully having a good start to your day, and maybe you can be a big winner on this Friday morning. But too early for a question question. More boys were named this in Alberta last year than any other name. What do you think, Teresa? I paid attention. I'm hoping this is uh, the right one. What's that? Is it Liam? It's Liam, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> I knew it wouldn't take very long. But you know what? It's, it's topical, and Matt's been, like, spitting out uh, 
He's uh, looking at all of them. Here for the last, we're going to talk more about that coming up in the next few moments because he's got some real thoughts and some things that are really <laughs> rattling him oh, about man, these names. Oh, man, baby names. They get me going. They get him going. Hey, hey, congratulations. You're going to Jim Gaffigan tonight. Thank you so much. Hey, no problem. He's like truly, really, really funny. So it's going to be awesome. Uh, congrats. Oh, awesome. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here's the deal. Uh, Liam was the most, uh, I guess, most used name for boys last year. Olivia, again. Uh, for Olivia, the... and that has been for years now, over five, six years. Okay, so uh, we've talked about this before, and I know it was a, a story a couple days ago, but we didn't get a chance to really cover it because we were at the stallery, of course. But since I came in this morning, and then when Jack came in, Matt just keeps spitting out <laughs> names and fun facts about names. Did you know there's, for example, Jack's uh, daughter, Kennedy. How many mm-hmm. Kennedys are there? There's Over 30. 47 or something so, like something that? No, like that was how many bows. She was oh. in the 30s. Oh, okay. I think there's 37 Kennedys, spelled okay. exactly the same way you oh. spelled it. Okay, and there's all sorts of interesting names. The one that really stood out to me is there is a little a baby girl named Anger. I'm wondering where that comes from. Maybe I don't it's know. Anger. Oh, but definitely. Probably, <laughs> no, no. It's probably not anger. It's a ange or oh, something like that. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> as long as you put the uh, uh, pronunciation on the yeah. on the G or something like that. But the thing that was really rattling Matt was the spelling. And last night, somehow we got on this subject at home, and maybe it was because of this. But anyway, our daughter's name is Bailey, and we spelt it B A I L L I E. The common spelling is like Bailey's Irish cream. And I remember right. when we were choosing it, we wanted her to have a unique spelling, but we didn't want her to have a really weird out there spelling. It was funny because uh, we said, my daughter, my wife said, we were thinking about a, a Bailey with a GH or something in it. And she said, if you had chose that, I'd had to be a horse girl, you know? Probably. You're yeah, like, you're right. Because that's a, kind of like a cowgirl. Definitely. Kind she of picture cowgirl spell. But the spelling, wall. not just the name, <laughs> but the spelling of it is important as well. But oh, Ma- man. Matt is so rattled about, like, how many, there's there's seven phoenixes and they're all spelled different? Well, there's there's about 15 phoenixes, but there's okay. one person who put the O and the E in the wrong spot, Which, so their phoenix that's how is the I only it. one spelled that And I way. wonder if that was on purpose or a mistake in the hospital, because they get you to fill that paperwork, and you're like, I gotta really concentrate on this. Yeah. There's like Paxton. That's I didn't know you could spell that 15 different ways. You can spell it different? Oh, Paxton with an X, Paxton with an S. I, they find ways to make sure that the only one spelled that way. I have some good ones here, though. Let's start with the guys. Mm. Okay. Okay, there's uh, Bexley with a dash in the middle. Okay. Uh, mm. Coyote. Mm-hmm. There's only one Dilbert in Alberta. <laughs> okay. Dilbert, oh. <laughs> There's only one Happy in Alberta. So cute. There's a baby named Huckleberry out there. Uh-huh. There's uh, King James, all one word. Nice. Uh, there's Kingdom. Krypton, shout out to Superman. Uh-huh. There's uh, Skyras with a Z in the end, Prexy, Spartacus, Zebastian instead of Sebastian with oh, a Z. Oh, wow. Zeb- I, was Zebastian? that just like an error? Could be. <laughs> no, they, they confirm these things. Sebastian. Oh. And yep. there's T-Jerk, so T-G-E-R-K. Maybe it's like T-Gurk. <laughs> I, wonder if I, you, I wonder if you choose T-Jerk because you think, you know, I'm probably going to, you know, call this kid a, a, a T-Jerk, for, so I might as well just use it. Yeah, a Jerk. Uh, <laughs> the last name on the list Alphabetically, last name Zayden. Z Z A Y D E N. Okay. I don't mind Zayden. Zayden? Two Z's though. I know that's weird. <laughs> Are those Z's? Oh, I don't shoot. know. Okay. Do you want some ba- uh, some girl ones? Uh, just give us a couple, and then we're, we're looking. We're more impor- more importantly looking for their sure. your strange names. But yes, there's a baby. Yeah. There's a cut. There's a galaxy. 
There's a there Credence with a K at the start. Hmm. There's a Peach. There's a Saturn. There's a Jupiter. There's a Mars. There's a Venus. Ah, hmm. uh, Peach. Uh, there's a and <laughs> there's two baby snows out there. Okay. Mm. There's a Yas. No, there's <laughs> not. Y A S Yas. And uh, my favorite name out of all of them, uh-huh. one letter, and one period, K. That angers me. <laughs> <laughs> there already is an anger. All right. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine or text is one zero three nine three nine. Tell us about your strange uh, baby names that are now maybe adults and uh, maybe the weird and unusual spellings. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking about names this morning. Strange and unusual ones, not just strange names, but spellings. Yes, this person says, I worked with a bride. I think it was short for something, but I'm not sure. It was Her name was January. Oh, I thought her name was Bride. Oh, maybe oh. that is true. Maybe I read that wrong. Yes, and I went to university with a January. Oh, so Bride okay. and January. A Bride, okay. Weird. Yeah, all right. Another person says, Elveline. Hmm. That's neat. I like it. Sounds like something. Something like a moisturizer. <laughs> yeah. Text us at 103939 or call us 7804211039, just like Bailey did. Bailey, you got some interesting names in your family? My little brother's name's Reese, like the chocolate. Okay. Oh, like my cousin's name. named Reese, too. People always spell his name with a C, but it's spelled exactly the same as the chocolate. Yeah. Besides that, oh, my mom's name is Billy Joe. Oh, well, that's that's a country name, right? Like You guys yeah. could, should start a band. You got Bailey, Reese, and Bill and Joe. <laughs> that's well, true. Her sisters are Cindy Lou, Terry Lynn, Mary Lee. Oh, that's Oh, awesome. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> you should see Chris's eyes light up. Yeah. Can you send me pictures? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here's Aaron Goodwin. I mean, A-A-Ron. That's how it's spelled. <laughs> That's uh, right. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. We're talking names this morning. Of course, a couple of days ago, there was the big release about how many names. And it is really an interesting list when you can look at it. It's pretty cool that we get. I'm surprised with the privacy laws that they actually allow this to come in. Like, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't think last names. names. It's just first names. Yeah. I know. But I'm still surprised just because they're so sensitive about everything nowadays. But we know exactly. You know exactly how many people are named certain names. And, uh, and hey, it makes for a good radio bit. So we're all about it. So we're looking for your strange and unusual names and spellings this morning. Mel texts in and says, 39 years ago, I named my oldest son Tyrell, my middle son, Mikkel, and my youngest, Normal, Connor. <laughs> That's Michael, just different spelling. Oh, okay. It, it, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I I, I remember the comedian, um, uh, everybody loves Raymond, Ray, what's his name? Romano? Ray yeah. Romano. He had uh, twins and he said that, you know, what really annoyed him and they, they made sure they didn't do it. He says, is when people have twins, they always like to name them kind of like with rhyming names or like, you know, it's like, I, I, I he gave Matt some, and Pat. He gave some there examples like that. And he says, so we didn't do that. Well, I named one Gregory and one Schmegory, but other than that, <laughs> anyway, I don't know why that just always made me laugh. Maybe. Cool Joe cancels. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably better coming from the professional simple comedian. things and use simple minds, I guess. And yeah, he nailed it way better than I did. Anyway, we got a great call from somebody's name that I bet you've never heard before coming up in moments. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking names this morning and strange and unusual ones because the list came out and Matt still just rattled by all of these names on the list. Matt, I found another good one for what, a guy. What? Beloved. Beloved. That. Mm-hmm. And Bobandy? Yeah. Like Randy Bobandy? <laughs> There's a Bobandy out there. <laughs> All right. What about you? 7804211039. Who's this? Brida. Brida? Like Frida with a B? Yes. That's cool. Yeah. It's an Irish 
name. It's a form of Bridget. Okay. But my mother didn't want to call me Bridget. It's too ancient, so Brita is a more modern name. Okay. So how often do people do like I did? When you say your name, they're like, come again? Oh, I just go Bree. Uh, oh, smart. that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you're so tough. I called in to tell you my daughter's name. Oh, wow. Okay, we're we're so interested in yours. Mm-hmm. What's your daughter's name? So I'm going to tell you how it's spelled and see if you can guess. All right. C-A-O-I-M-H-E. Oh, comma, 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 chameleon? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's Quiva. Again, it's an Irish name. Okay. Quiva? Uh, Quiva, yeah. Is Quiva with you right now? She is. She's actually... She is. And what does she think of her name? Quiva, do you like your name? Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. You're, you're like the it's, old... It's a, yeah. It's an Irish name. It's it's feminine for Quivin, which is Irish for Kevin. Quiva, have any of your pa- uh, teachers ever got it right? Um, my teacher this year got it right. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. So does she call herself Caillou? Yeah. Caillou. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We don't need a Caillou in the family. No, no nobody does. That kid's yeah. awful. <laughs> he worms his way in. Hey, thank you, uh, Queevy. Queeva? Queeva. Queeva. Thank you, Queeva and Bridgie. <laughs> <laughs> you should never go to Thorsby. This, 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 is, this is no disrespect, but I hope I never have to talk to you two again. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Mm-hmm. But people keep calling about these strange and unusual names. Yes. Well, it's not so much that it's odd, but when you have four children, you still there when I was talking about that that's the difficult part. Bullshit. Did you have quadruplets? <laughs> my my niece was the mother of the quadruplets out of Rocky Mountain House. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got those four names that she had to come up. Right, with. right. Oh. And what did she end up picking? She ended up picking Thomas, Connor, Harper, and Michael. Okay. So they're very normal names except the girl is harper okay which which is very different i love boys names for girls we had a spencer at the radiothon yesterday she a she was adorable but i just that was a, a really cool one and you know i think that and matt and jack have just been through this recently when you got a whole bunch of names and you can't decide on one then you have four kids and it's perfect makes it easy you just give each one of them one of the names and you know you worry about the diaper bill later now right? that's responsible parenting <laughs> now harper is actually in the top 10 list for 2018 for girls it, now oh it is it is i i noticed that and that was what kind of triggered me to phone yeah. because it's different but it's yet it's cool very common. it's cool yeah. it's beautiful it's cool yeah. Yeah, we fought like crazy when our son was born. I wanted to name him Chipper. My wife just wouldn't let me have it. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here's Luke Combs, and she got the best of me. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's a chilly, kind of miserable Friday morning, but hey, at least it's Friday. That's the good mm-hmm. news about that. Uh, drive with Karen Caution. Beware of the frostbite. Um, okay, who's scrapping, Jack? Yes, it's over in England. It's Jimmy Page, the lead singer of Led Zeppelin. Guitarist. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And Robbie Williams. All right. So their neighbors, they're battling. So we're wondering if there's anybody else currently battling with their neighbors. Uh, Julie, what's up? I am so frustrated with one of my neighbors. He keeps parking in front of my house, and it's so frustrating. Those are my parking spots, and he's always there. I don't know what to do about this. Do you have a garage? I do, and he's not blocking the garage or the driveway, I will say that. But they're all the spots in front of my house. Like, those are my spots. It's my house, right? Like, I should be able to be parking there. But all of his vehicles, all the time, it's, it's super, super frustrating. I hate it. 
Okay, hang on a second. Now you say those are your spots. So you don't live in a condo or anything where they're actually your spots. Well, no, it's but it's but it's my house. Like he's parking right in front of my house, and I want like friends and family when they come over to be able to park there. Like those should be my spots. I should be able to do with them what I want. But I have to sit there and look at his big ugly trucks all the time and these <laughs> other cars. It's uh, it's it's an eyesore. It's terrible. Mm. I was just thinking that. Like, what happens when you invite people over? They have to park half a block away. It was so frustrating for the holidays. We had so many family come by, and they're like, oh, we had to walk down the block. I'm like, that's because of my stupid neighbor in the way. Mm. Now, this, this sounds like it's all the time. There is no reprieve from the parking. No, I mean, I don't know how many vehicles this guy has. I'm, I've seen him all the time, and I've said stuff to him, but still, he just doesn't say anything, walks away, parks wherever he wants to. It's ridiculous. What part of the city are you in? I'm in the southwest corner. Hmm. All right. Neighborhoods are tight. A place, yeah. <laughs> a place with all the big, ugly trucks. That's where she is. <laughs> hey. Interesting, though. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. But, I mean, hmm. So you think you own those spots in front of your house? I would say so. I should be able to do whatever I want with them. I'm just I'm super tired of looking at his nasty trucks and everything out there. It's ridiculous. You're so angry you beeped yourself out there. <laughs> <laughs> Does he live nearby? Like, what, what's out in front of his house? He's just across the street. He's got his cars parked in front of his area, too. He's got too many vehicles. I want his job. This guy's got a lot of cars. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know. I just want him to stop. He owns a chop shop. That's what he does. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're just looking for advice, huh? Uh, you can text us or call us at 780-421-1039. What should this poor lady do? She says the spots in front of her house are hers, but the neighbor's not treating it that way. Thanks for your call. Thank you. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Paul Brandt, all about her kissing the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It is a seven twelve. Hopefully, you're having a good start to your Friday, even though it's kind of miserable. We sure are, sure are because of the Stoller Children's Hospital mm-hmm. Radiothon. Over one point five million dollars raised thanks to you. You're absolutely incredible. Thanks for that. Wow, all about her um, again. The song sometimes just fits the situation. Yes, it does. We just got a call from uh, Julie who was talking about fighting with her neighbor, about him parking his trucks in front of her house. It's driving her crazy. And the texts are rolling in. We'll get to all those in moments. Uh, The phones are uh, lighting up as well. Mm -hmm. And the first call we've got is from, now, Steve, what's going on? Yeah, I'm like 90% sure that the the person who called, the woman who called a little while ago, talking about the trucks in the front lawn, I'm like right in front of her place. I swear that's my neighbor. She will not <laughs> let go of this. I'm telling you, it's brutal. It's just neighborhood parking. It's on the street in front of people's houses. That's how that's, you're allowed to park there. That's where people park. I park sometimes three houses down because that's where we have to park because somebody else has parked in front of my place. I don't lose my mind, call into the radio station, and start calling somebody out on it. Oh, she is mad at you. So there's, you're telling us there's no assigned parking. This is just street parking. Nobody has anything cordoned off or anything. Exactly. And I, I mean, I've got my truck. My wife has her car. My kid just got, a, just got another car. So, okay, we've got three cars. I'll park in front of my place. My wife will park two doors down. My kid might park around the corner. It doesn't matter. Everyone can park in the neighborhood because that's the way it is. Again, you don't block the, don't block the driveway. Don't block people's garages. It's basic, you know, human decency. But you can't say that, uh, you know, I have 15 people coming over for Christmas. I need to park all in front of my house. Walk a half block. You know, I hate to say it, but I, 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 when I heard her say that, it, it's true. You, I mean, you're, you're living every day. You're not, like, allowing, you're going, oh, boy, we're getting around the holidays. We better open up all the spots around her house, right? 
Well, it's not like there's fewer people living around us either. I mean, you're going to move in, and it's a neighborly thing. If, if, you, if you have a blank spot in front of your place, you can park there. And it's not like you're going to park for three months. You're going you're gonna to leave the next day. Someone's going to take that spot. That's just how it rolls. You find a new spot down the road. And, uh, you know, she would never say this in the air. I don't think she would anyway. I don't think she was going to tell you anything about it, but she put pylons down when she was leaving, drives away, <laughs> pulls them out of her trunk, puts pylons down to reserve her spot. <laughs> that is greasy. That's genius. Wow. <laughs> and, and and what did you do with the pylons there? Well, I, let's be fair. F two fifty versus a pylon. Um, the F two fifty is going to win. <laughs> Good job, tool man. And what about when you guys meet on the street? Like you're going to get the mail and you see each other. What happens? It's cold. It's cold. <laughs> it just. It just there's no, not even any words anymore. It used to be kind of a polite conversation. Now it's just a glare. Like I said, it's, it's been nice out, but yeah, it's cold now. Well, <laughs> me thinks after this radio show, you might get a couple of words. <laughs> <laughs> Who's right? Who's wrong? Does she deserve to have the spots in front of her place? Or uh, does this guy deserve to have, you know, it's like parking lot or parking roulette. It's like whatever's open, you take. First come, first serve. All right. We, 780-421-1039. All the best. Thanks. Watch out, pylons. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, here's the deal. Um, yeah, we've got a lot going on, to put it mildly. Uh, Julie called complaining about her neighbor parking in front of her house and taking up what she thinks is her spots. And then all of a sudden, her neighbor, he thinks it's her. He calls and says, hey, you know what? She drives me crazy. What is going on? The texts or phone calls are all rolling in. Yes, this person says, in response to the woman that called, I totally feel her. My neighbor across the street, I believe, has so many vehicles, and they always seem to park them in front of my house whenever they don't have enough room to park them anywhere else, and it is super annoying and rude. Another text says, uh, in response to that lady that just called about parking, I work for the city. And as much as she would like to think that those parking spots are hers, they're not. Street parking is public and people can park anywhere. As long as they're not blocking her driveway, there's not much she can do because they're not her spots. If he's doing something wrong like blocking her driveway, she can call by law enforcement. Hmm. So take that. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're going to try to get to all of you. If the phones are uh, busy, please keep calling because they're busy this morning. There's some passionate people and a lot that can relate, it mm-hmm. seems, right? Wow, these neighborhoods are so crowded. Uh, okay, Mr. Maybe, Acreage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's true. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Jason Aldean. It's Girl Like You. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. It's a 729. Yes, it's a tough Friday just as far as the weather goes, but uh, uh, you've warmed our hearts with the Stallery Children's Hospital Radiothon, which is amazing. So if you're just tuning in, welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Julie called us talking about neighbor spats, and she's uh, frustrated with her neighbor. He keeps parking in front of her house, never blocking anything, but taking the spot she thinks are hers. Then ironically, we think her neighbor calls. Yeah, he, he, he heard it. He heard it. So he's calling her out, and now we're asking who Who's right? Who's wrong? And holy cow, are we getting a response? Lots of people can relate. This texter says, my neighbor does the exact same. What's frustrating is the fact that he leaves his double wide driveway empty and parks in front of my place and my neighbors. They have four vehicles, two trucks and two SUVs. He lives across the road and is quite a jerk. I do want to say 
in my defense, I did kind of sound like an entitled acreage owner a few minutes ago, but these new, especially the new subdivisions, there's one we got friends that live in Spruce Grove. When you go into their subdivision, you, you, there's barely, barely room for a vehicle to go between the parking on each side. And, and it's like, you get claustrophobic. Like, I don't oh, know yeah. why, they, South why they built these things so The McEwen tight. neighborhood is very tight. Oh man. Like, yeah, you literally. Street parking is uh, good luck. Like live a, own a smart car. That would be the only way to do it. Anyway, your lawn. we're, we're <laughs> looking for your take and we're getting a lot of them. My take is exactly what the city employee said. Nobody owns the property out front of your house. But if somebody's parked there for an extended amount of time, please call bylaws. They'll come out, and if they're breaking the law, then they'll get a ticket. Right. But truly, people, this is first world problem. Yeah. Julie, move beside Chris. You're going to have lots of room to park. <laughs> Thank you so much yesterday for the salary. $1.5 million. That's what we should be focusing on, not parking problems. There you go. Right. There you go. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I am so frustrated with one of my neighbors. He keeps parking in front of my house, and it's so frustrating. Those are my parking spots, and he's always there. I don't know what to do about this. We took that call from Julie, and then, believe it or not, a few minutes later, we took this call. Yeah, I'm like 90% sure that the the person who called, the woman who called a little while ago, talking about the trucks in the front lawn, I, I, I'm like right in front of her place. I'm, I swear that's my neighbor. She will not <laughs> let go of this. I'm t- she will not let go of this. And it went on from there. And so now we're asking, it's it's kind of like, a, is this like a Judge Judy thing? Some people say a little it's bit. like a Maury thing. Yeah, the thing. people's I, court. Yeah, exactly. Who's right? Who's wrong? What should be happening here? Yes, I think there are more people out there like this neighbor. We had a neighbor with a boat and three cars in the area with just duplexes. Someone called on him and he thought he thought it was us. So he turned around and called on us. Mm. My hubby tried talking to him and he told him where to go with some choice words. Ooh, boy. That's not a great start with your neighbors. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. All right, 7804211039. What do you think? My take is that it's public and anyone can park where they want. However, has she gone to him and actually had a conversation with him to see if maybe she could, like, work it out with the guy? Hmm. It sure doesn't sound like she's even tried that. I mean, I have great neighbors that, where I live on the south side. I have one neighbor that even has an RV pad that lets me park my RV there through the summer. Wow. And, with, if, and, I, and I have a huge family. And I have, like, 29 people that come over at one shot. I have neighbors offering me their driveways right. to park if, for my family. We have good neighbor policy, and maybe some communication needs to be done. Have a great morning. You're awesome. Thank you. You're listening to the and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Do you own the street in front of your house? Oh, that's the question this morning, and uh, we're certainly getting a response. Yes, Sabrina has her own experience. She says, when I first moved to a condo, I parked in someone's spot not knowing. Instead of asking me to move, he decided he would park in front of me, yell at me, and take the tires off my car. When you park in somebody's assigned parking, it's like you've insulted their firstborn child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even worse. Dominic, what do you think? Well, I think that's just about the most insane thing I've ever heard. Nobody uh, nobody owns the streets. Right. If it's in front of your driveway, that's one thing, but uh, we all got to work together here. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes when somebody else is parked right in front of their house, somebody else's vehicle, but we deal with it, though. Yeah. I, and I don't experience this firsthand because, I don't. I, again, I don't live in a residential area, but when we come and visit somebody, I often think, because there's open spot, like uh, there's, it's a party and there's a bunch of people, and you go, well, you know, am I, I'm okay to park in front of their neighbor's house? I have got no choice. Where else am I going to park, right? Well, because we live in a corner. We don't even have parking in front of our house. We just have our driveway, so right. never an issue for me. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
There is the pride of Grand Prairie, yes, and she'll be in town with uh, John Party and a guy named Dirk Spantley next Thursday, mm-hmm. proudly presented by Kissin' Country, Tennille Towns, somebody's daughter. It's a uh, 748. Thank you so much for your incredible response about this parking issue with parking in front of your house and somebody else parking in front of it. We will revisit this next hour, I promise, um, because Definitely. it's just, it's unbelievable, the, uh, the the amount of text messages. Matt, hey, would you say? <laughs> oh, my Lanta. <laughs> Trying to get back to them all. We're reading them all, even if we can't get them all on the air. Again, um, the last couple days were pretty incredible for the radio station, the 20th, uh, I guess, anniversary of the Stollery Children's Hospital Radiothon, and it was just, it was incredible. Every year's incredible. It really is. But This year was really special, though, I yeah. think because the first day was so quiet. Yeah. I mean, and, and we were really worried. Yeah. Uh, the economy is unsteady right now. We're yeah. unsure of it. Yeah. And then to come out with a total like we did was just amazing. Yeah. Here are some of the highlights uh, along with that Brett Kissel and Dan Davidson song from uh, the last couple of days. Today marks the start of the 20th annual Chorus Dollary Children's Hospital Radiothon. We hear Kissing Country as well as 630. Oh, wow. I can't really put it into words. If it wasn't for the Stollery, she wouldn't be here. There there are no words to say how grateful we are for the Stollery. It's because of them that we have two little boys here today. I can't say enough about the Stollery. We had such a good experience and it was traumatizing, but I'm so thankful that they were here just a drive away for us. That's my story. Uh, she was about two weeks old. She went into heart failure. She had cardiac arrest in the ICU and two runs of life support on ECMO. But this is the place where you'd want that to happen. 20 years of uh, these incredible families sharing these stories. I mean, we hear that so many times. They've lost everything, but they still appreciate the Stollery so much they need to tell the story. is insane. You give birth and then you see your baby for five minutes and then you don't see him for another couple hours. We're so lucky that we've got some of the leading specialists, especially in heart here. Absolutely. Uh, The salary has become so important to our family and not just our family, but we've seen what they've done for other families in the 85 days that we've been here. There's something changes when you become a parent and you do this event and Jack saw it last year and you're seeing it this year, right? I just see my son. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard. I'm so thankful. My story's pain. My story's rough. My story's getting where I'm going when the going gets tough. Do my best, persevere through the blood and the tears. I give all that I can. I give all that I have. You literally owe the Stollery and that family everything don't you yeah yeah we absolutely do and of course the donors who who make the donations if if the ECMO machine wasn't available for us she wouldn't have survived he's always excited to try something now that he has this new heart this place is helping Mackenzie defy the odds every day and this place has given us the gift of time with her so for that we are forever grateful they are happy healthy little boys just getting into mischief as three-year-olds do and without the stollery and without all of the doctors nurses support staff dietitians we wouldn't be where we are
they've done so much for me and honestly I wouldn't be here today without them. They can do this every day and they can take care of our kids every day because of the donors that can give to us and give to the foundation and they can take care and they can let us be a family again. And that's my story. And on her dad's 33rd birthday, she got her new heart. That's my story. 20th anniversary of the Dollar Children's Hospital has raised $1,564,455, ladies and gentlemen, over $1.5 million. Yeah, I could not believe when they flipped those Chills. placards with those kids and saw that that total. I had, it, oh man, you know, I was just hoping we'd get over a million, to be quite yeah. honest, and then to get 1.56 and it growing and growing and growing, it's pretty spectacular. So uh, thank you uh, for allowing us to do that uh, every year, and uh, thank you for allowing to do the last couple of days. I know it's tough to listen to. We all know that. It's tough to be there. But again, we're now back here in the studio, but there's people that are there still, you know, watching their children battle for their lives, mm-hmm. really, right? And it's it's so special. Yesterday afternoon, uh, when we were all there kind of doing our stuff, it's so, it's so much fun because a bunch of people show up that uh, kind of come every year. Little Reese, uh, nine years, uh, she's been bringing her uh, money she gets from her birthdays and Christmas, Aww. and she gives $10 more a year. She's $13, uh, 13 years old now, so she gave $120, for example, and just all of these other people, these familiar faces that we see, and it's just, it's just a really amazing thing. There's no two ways about that. And it's neat that everyone comes back together. I mean, it's kind of that annual gathering where we get updates on everyone's stories yeah. and meet new friends. Yeah, absolutely. And these kids just keep growing and growing and growing, which is the coolest thing. Little Hudson Peddler, our buddy, of course, from uh, the Hudson Strong campaign mm-hmm. with the T-shirts and the Connor McDavid stuff. And Matt went and surprised him at the hospital with all that stuff um, yesterday. And you can see it in the video. If you watch the video where uh, we released the number, he's uh, the little boy in the wheelchair. Of course, he's had a, the, the bottom of one of his legs amputated. But yesterday was the first day since uh, since he got sick, October 21st, that he actually physically could grab something. And that was a pom-pom. And he was waving it so proudly in the air. And we didn't know, right? But his mom, of course, was just just brought to tears after. She said that's the first thing he's been able to grab since that fateful day on October 21st. So it's unbelievable. We are going to continue on with the regular program, we promise. But we just have to uh, mention what happened because it really is spectacular. The Friday song is standing by. So what we need you to do now is text us at 103939 and tell us what are you looking most forward to this weekend. Uh, We want to hear from you. We've got a great song coming up. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We just have to. We have to talk about it. We have to continue to talk about it. This fighting over parking spots in front of your house, do you actually, oh, the law says you don't own them, but, it, you know, sometimes there's a common courtesy between neighbors, like, yeah, the one in front of your your house is yours and the one in front of my house is mine, but that doesn't seem to be happening a lot mm-hmm. in this in this world, does it? The closer the houses get, um, not so much the closer the relationships get. The higher get. the tension gets, yeah, that's yeah, for sure. No kidding. Mm-hmm. So we are talking about uh, parking spots and who owns what. Um, obviously, we had Julia on earlier in the show. She was talking about this guy that parks um, right in front of her house, not in front of her driveway, but in front of her house. And she's saying, hey, those are my spots. We got this text. That lady needs to dream on. They are not her spots. He's allowed to park where he wants. Get over it or move. Okay. All right. Now, uh, we've got a, a caller that doesn't want, not want to be identified, but you've got a problem. Uh, you're a mom with four kids, and uh, the neighbors have a whole bunch of creepy vans. What do you mean, creepy vans? They're working in construction or whatever, so they have, like, three really old beat-up vans. And, of course, they're renting the basement, so there's extra people living there with extra creepy vans. <laughs> and they all park in front of our house. Well, I'm a single mom of four kids, right. and it's really convenient when I can park 
my car in front of my house. Uh, they all have garages. I don't. So for me to go all the way in the back creepier alley <laughs> to park my car is just scary. But it is a fight for the parking spot because it is convenient. And I would love for no one to park in front of my house, but that's not the law. It's a public parking. It is first comes, first serve. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though they have garages, it's convenient to park in front of my house or, you know, two and, houses down. And so. let me guess, they have a creepy garages too. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who's owned a creepy van, I find this very offensive. And you have a creepy garage now. <laughs> Coming up in moments, your chance to uh, win tickets to the Hunter Brothers uh, invite-only event at Cook County Saloon. Don't blow it for everyone. Coming up. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.